You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And this week's episode is special to me. Listen, I am just, we are just coming off of Restart Your Year Strong, which took place on May 23rd, 2020. And it was phenomenal. I am so excited that together with my mom under Sapphire Faith Ministries, we were able to put this together to show you and teach you and let God just use the various speakers to really bring forth how you can restart your year strong and more importantly, end your year strong. So the event was fantastic. Thank you to everyone who registered, everyone who came. We had over 200 attendees. My heart is just big right now. It was just so great. But one thing I really wanted to do was share a message with you that came from Restart Your Year Strong. And this message was entitled Recharge and Co-pastor Chanel Burrows spoke on this topic. And when she was talking, listen, y'all, she was snatching my edges. She was getting me all the way together. And I know you guys would enjoy her message and be moved by it. And more importantly, take what she has said, what God has said through her to make a difference in your life so you can be recharged. So let me just read her bio real quick and we'll get into her message. Pastor Chanel Barrows is the wife of Pastor Eldridge Barrows and mother of Andrew, Michael, and Matthew Burroughs. Together, she and her husband are the pastors of West Pembroke Pentecostal Assembly. For the past nine years, Pastor Chanel has been preaching and singing since her teenage years. At the age of 20 years old, she felt the call to begin training for her ministry. So she left her hometown in Huntsville, Alabama, and moved to Columbus, Ohio. There, she attended World Harvest Bible College, which is now called Valor Christian College, and received her certificate in evangelism and advanced pastoral ministry. It's also there where she met the love of her life, and they have been married for 15 years. Pastor Chanel is passionate about preaching the gospel and worship. She desires to create an atmosphere for God's people to experience his freedom and his presence. In 2017, she recorded her first album entitled At His Feet and had the opportunity to minister in song on Dr. Medina Pulling's live show at at the Word Network in Detroit. Also, in 2018, she released her very first book, also entitled At His Feet. Pastor Chanel is called to be a prophet to the nations and brings deliverance to many women, helping them heal from their past. Her prayer today is that your life will be forever changed and purpose will be restored. 
please grab a pen and paper and prepare yourself for this message. Please be touched by the message that came through Pastor Chanel Barrett. My assignment uh, this afternoon is to talk about being recharged. And before I get started, let me just give God praise for Reverend Marlene Flynn and for her awesome, amazing daughter. We're so thankful for you giving us this opportunity to preach the unadulterated word of the Lord. And so we're so thankful for you guys on this afternoon. So we're going to be coming from 2 Kings chapter 4. Now, I'm not really one of those preachers that will read out the scripture. So I do encourage you, you know, after the broadcast, go back and read exactly what was taking place in 2 Kings chapter 4. But I will give you a brief overview of what was taking place. This is a woman that was facing her own personal famine in her life, kind of like what many of us are facing right now. Um, right now, uh, you know, we've 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 seen the economy just completely shift overnight and it's affected so many of us financially. But I want you to know right now today that this famine does not have to affect you. Come on. We we're talking about being recharged. And so this woman, uh, the Bible says she had just lost her husband. And on top of that, ladies, her husband had left her and her son's completely in debt. Come on. I don't know if anybody has ever felt the back of debt, but it is it is not a good feeling. And so on top of her being left in debt, the Bible says that the creditors were ready to come and take her children, take her sons and make them into slaves in order to pay off the debts uh, that she had that her and her husband had gained over the years. And the Bible says that instead of her curling up into a ball, and soaking and feeling sorry for herself. The Bible says that she got a bright idea and she said, you know what? Let me go back to the man of God uh, that my husband served faithfully. Come on, let me just stop right there and tell somebody that everything that you have done in the past, your all of your years of serving, all of your years of sowing, all of your years are giving of giving, they have not gone in vain. The spirit of the Lord has seen them. And so this woman, she knew that her husband was faithful to serve and she knew that her husband, uh, he was faithful to the Lord. The Bible says that the Bible says that she said to the prophet Elijah, to the prophet Elisha, she said, my, my husband, he feared the Lord. Come on now, somebody. And so the Bible says that when she began to talk to the prophet Elisha about her situation, he gave her an instruction. Come on, let me just stop right there and tell somebody that if you are looking to be recharged in this season, the way that the spirit of the Lord is going to do it, he's going to give you an instruction. Your instruction is going to be the thing that's going to recharge you. It's going to reboost you. It's going to give you another dose of strength. Come on, some of you, you've lost your momentum. You've lost your strength. 
in this season because of what we've been hit with. I believe that Minister Shante said it earlier. This is something that, you know, nobody could have could have been prepared for, you know, and when we were bringing in the new year back in uh, December, everybody was saying that this is the year of clear vision. Well, nobody saw this coming. You know, we all said, you know, this is the year of 2020 vision. Nobody in, in, in the world knew what was getting ready to hit the earth, but God did. And the word of the Lord over you today is the word of the Lord over you today is even though, even though we're facing this globally, this thing, it will not take you out. Okay, this thing, it will not stop you. This thing, it will not kill you. And so this woman, she had to tap back over into different seeds, different sacrifices that her and her husband had sown over the years. And when she when she spoke to the prophet Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 4, like I said earlier, he gave her an instruction. And the instruction was, go and check what you have in your house. My God, I'm telling you this. I feel this thing. God has been talking to me about this thing for about, uh, 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 for about a year now. I'm telling you that for so many of you right now, you were in a place where you feel hopeless. You're in a place where you feel there's no way in the world, God, that I'm going to come up out of this. There's no way in the world that I'm going to survive this. Come on. Can I tell you that this is the moment? where you do not need to give up. This is the moment where you need to seek God for an instruction because you better know that there is one out there. Although, you know, yes, we're supposed to be praying. We're supposed to be in our word. That's something that we are automatically supposed to be doing as believers. But what happens a lot of times is while we are in prayer, and while we are in worship and while we are reading the word of God, the spirit of the Lord speaks to us. And what happens is a lot of times because he says something that we're not comfortable with, we try to ignore it and we try to continue to move on with our life. And then we wonder, God, how come things are spiraling out of control still? You know, God, I'm being faithful. I'm going to church. I'm serving in my church. Come on down through here. That's not enough. You have to be obedient. Come on, obedience is better than sacrifice. And so this woman, she had a choice to make. She had she had a choice of either uh, feeling sorry for herself, uh, fearing the instruction that the that the prophet gave to her, or or you know just taking the word of God by the horns and saying, you know what, uh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna look in my house and I'm gonna I'm gonna search out what it is that the prophet said I have. As a matter of fact, the prophet told her, well, he asked her, he said, what is it that you have in her, in your house? Because her, her thing was, I don't have anything. I'm completely broke. I don't see no way out of this. I don't see no type of way that, you know, that I'm going to break through. And the prophet asked her a question. He said, what is it that you have in your house? Because you have the answer that you need. You're sitting on the answer that you need. Come on. Some of you are 
already uh, gearing up to attend about a thousand uh, prophetic conferences coming up this year. And when you come up at them conferences, you're still not going to be obedient to the Lord. Oh, I'm sorry to step on your feet, but I got to tell you like it is because some of us, we are addicted to attending conferences, but we have not become addicted to being obedient to the word of the Lord. Come on. We're in the line. We want everybody to lay hands on us. We want everybody to pour oil on us. But when we leave up out of the building and the spirit of the Lord begins to speak to us about how we are going to enter into our new season, we tend to ignore that instruction. But can I tell somebody on here this afternoon that you are not going to come up out of this season until you obey your instruction? Oh my God. I can, I can tell you right now that we have not even entered into the famine that's getting ready to come. Come on, I'm talking to mature saints on here this afternoon. Come on, I know that you want to hear that, you know, you're blessed and you're highly favored and you ain't got to do nothing but spin around three times and say hallelujah five times and you won't feel this famine. No, 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 baby. You got to be obedient. Where is your sacrifice? Can I tell you that there is a famine? that is getting ready to hit this earth. But let me tell you something. This is the word of the Lord over you and over your household. This is the word of the Lord over your family, over your ministry, over your nation. Even though the famine is getting ready to hit the earth, this famine will not hit you. Come on. I need for somebody to type that in the chat room. If you're joining us on Facebook Live, I need for you to type it in the Facebook Live chat. Even though this famine is getting ready to hit the earth, this famine, it will not affect you. It will not affect your business. Come on, I need for somebody to grab a hold of this. Come on, somebody said Psalms 91, he that dwells in the secret place of the most high God. What does that mean? That means that they that have their ears, that that they that have their ears tuned to the voice of the Lord God. What are you saying for my family? Come on, we need to be like this. This widow woman in the midst of in the midst of crisis in the midst of 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 of, of turmoil i will not curl up in a ball i will not believe the lie of the enemy i'm coming up out of this famine untouched oh my god and so the bible says that she went to the prophet and she said to the prophet look this is the situation that i am facing and he said to her he said what is it that you have in your house my god i'm trying to move on from that but i need for somebody to grab that right there you have something in your house you say but i'm in my 50s i'm in my 60s i'm in my 70s baby that ain't got nothing to do with it you have something in your house there is something that god has placed in your spirit there is something that god God has placed in your mind. He's placed it in your belly, but it is our job to tap over into it. Somebody said, how do I tap over into it? Well, the first thing that you have to learn how to do is posture yourself. Come on. Many of us right now, we are in the wrong posture. Oh God. What does that mean? That means that we're trying to live life according to our own agenda. Come on. After this, some of us need to fall on our faces and repent because 
because we've been disobedient for way too long. And and we're we're busy rebuking the enemy and we're busy uh, blaming blaming everything on the devil when in fact it's not the enemy. Oh my God, saints. I know I'm about to make some people mad right here, but baby, everything that you're facing right now is not happening because the enemy did it to you. The devil is a liar. Some things that you are facing right now is happening because somewhere along the line you missed it. But thank God for his grace. You have the ability to call on the name of Jesus. Repent. What does that mean? Repentance does not mean saying I'm sorry. No, repentance means to rethink. You have the, we are under the dispensation of grace. You have the ability to simply rethink, retrace your steps, and go back and do the thing that God has called for you to do. And so the prophet said to this woman of God, he said, what is it that you have in your house? And just like uh, you, just like many of us would probably give this same response, her response was, prophet, I don't have anything in my house except a pot of oil. Can I tell somebody on here this afternoon that the very thing that you think is insignificant, that's the thing that God is putting his hand on in this season. The very thing that you think nobody will ever care about, nobody will ever be affected by this thing, this thing will never reach the masses, that's the thing that God is putting his hand on in this season. And so this woman, she says, look, I don't have nothing except a pot of oil. And this is where the instruction came. He said, okay, this is what I want you to do. In 2 Kings chapter 4, he said, I want you to go and take that little insignificant thing, that thing that you thought would doesn't matter, that thing that you thought that nobody would ever know anything about, that thing that you thought was so small. Come on, don't you know that God is known for taking the small things and making them big? Come on, how do we know this? The Bible says that Jesus had five loaves of bread and a couple of fish. And the Bible says that he spoke to his disciples and he said, look, the people are hungry. And one thing that we're not going to do, we're not going to allow these people to go back home and not feed them what they need. And the Bible says that he spoke to them and he said, look, I want you to feed the people. Come on. He is known for taking something small and causing it to multiply. We don't serve a God that does subtraction. We don't serve a God that only does addition. We serve a God that does multiplication. And the Bible says that he took it and he broke it and he blessed it. But watch this. The Bible says that after he blessed it, he gave it. It was still the same amount of fish. It was still the same amount of bread. It only began to multiply when they began to distribute it. Come on. Her oil only began to multiply when she began to pour it. Right now, it looks like it's small, but I dare you to begin to pour it. Come on, right now, it looks like it's ineffective, but I dare you to begin to pour it out. I dare you to begin to be obedient because it's only at that moment that God will begin to be, he will begin to make that thing bigger. He will begin to expand it. He will begin to increase it. Come on, your increase is on the other side of your obedience. 
Had that woman sat there and, and, and gotten upset with the command by saying, how dare you ask me to pour out oil? Are you crazy prophet? You don't even make no sense right now. Come on. Y'all know how we do it. We hear an instruction from the Lord or we hear an instruction from our leader, from our pastor. And we're like, oh my God, that don't even make no sense. How dare you are insulting me by even asking me to do something like that. But this woman, she said, you know what? Nevertheless, God, at your word, nevertheless, Father, at your command, come on. That's the place where some of you need to be this afternoon because you are fighting God. You are fighting the instruction that the spirit of God has spoken over you and you are giving excuses. You are giving excuses as to why you don't qualify for this. But God is not changing his mind. Come on. Your will, the will that you have is not going to change the mind of God. Come on now, people. And let me tell you something. This is something that I always say to people. Uh, your, your, your willingness to be obedient to this command, it only has about 5% to do with you. But the 95%, the 95%, percent has to do with the other people that are attached to you. There are people right now that are banking on you to make it. There are people right now that are banking on you. Ayaba, that are banking on you to succeed. Come on. There are people right now that are watching you. They might not tell you that they're watching you, but they are and they need for you to make it. Hallelujah. And so this woman, she said, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to pour this oil. And if you know the story, the Bible says that as she began to pour, the Bible says that the prophet told her to go and borrow vessels. Come on. Oh God, this just hit my spirit. This is the last time that you're going to have to borrow. This is the last time that you're going to, if you be obedient to the instruction that God has given you in this season right now, somebody is getting an instruction right now. Somebody is being recharged right now somebody is being reboosted and they're saying you know what God I'm going to grab a hold to your word and I'm going to do it if you are obedient to this instruction this is the last time that you're going to borrow this woman of God she was in debt she was used to borrowing and the prophet said go and borrow not a few vessels from your neighbor and the Bible says that when she did it the Bible says that when she did it, she began to pour the oil and the oil multiplied. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the Bible says that she ran out of vessels, but she did not run out of oil. Good God from Zion. Come on, let me tell you that what God is getting ready to do through your life, when you allow him to recharge you, what God is getting ready to do through your life, the very thing that you started with a little bit of, God is going to make that thing multiply in such a way that even at the end, oh, what you thought you were not going to have enough of at the end of this, you're going to be left with overflow. You're going to be left with more than enough, too much overflow, double for your trouble. So the Bible says, as I wrap this thing up, the Bible says that she poured that oil she poured that oil and the Bible says that, that the oil, the, the vessels ran out, 
but the oil was still there. There was still plenty of oil. And she took that oil. Actually, the Bible says that she went back to the prophet and she got the rest of her instruction. I'm telling you, instructions in this season are necessary. She went back to the prophet. She got the rest of the instruction and it was go and sell the oil and live off the rest. What am I telling you? She started out this thing without a plan, uh, without any hope. But she ended this thing with her own oil and company. Come on, can I tell you that in the famine, the Bible says that Isaac sowed during a famine and in that same year, he reaped an 100-fold return. Come on, I want to let somebody know that when you are obedient to obey the instruction in this season, you're going to leave out with more than what you entered into. You're about to receive an emotion. You're about to receive an a hundredfold return based off of what you thought you did not have enough of. I dare you to step out on faith. I dare you to be obedient. I bear, I dare you to heed the word of the Lord in this season. I pray over you right now. I decree and declare that you are blessed and that you are highly favored. I declare that fear will not be able to grip you. I declare in the name of Jesus that this is your time. This is your season. If you believe that, let me see some hearts. Let me see some thumbs up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.